Welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Eduardo Lozano. Before I begin, please subscribe to my podcast. You can find it on iTunes and just search for Living La Vida in Japan. I also have a Facebook page where you can follow me there. I do my best to keep up to date. Pretty soon I'm going to start adding uh, videos on YouTube so you could watch some of my crazy videos I'm going to do about my life here in Japan. Now this week I'm going to talk about pro wrestling. When we first think about pro wrestling, in my case, the first thing that comes to my mind is WWE. Or when I was a kid it was referred to as WWF. You know, I got to see larger than life personalities. Characters that, you know, are so huge that popularity beyond imaginable belief. And I grew up around this stuff when I was a kid. I remember when I watched pro wrestling, I was just fascinated by the storylines, you know, good versus evil. And it was just awesome when I was a kid. And I just not, I didn't just watch WWE. You know, I got to watch, you know, NWA, WCW, along with WAWA and WCW and and much, much more variety of uh, wrestling back in the day when it was territories. Back when I think it was probably at its best with, because you had more opportunities to showcase different talent instead of just one mainstream media now. And somehow along the way when I was like a teenager, I stopped watching it. I just was not interested anymore. You know, I would watch pay-per-views here and there because, you know, my, my friend's little brother loved uh watching wrestling so you know sometimes we would watch it and i knew he loved it so i would invite him so we would just watch uh professional wrestling so Noah, if you're listening <laughs> this one's for you i know you would you were always the one so into it so me and my friend josh were always like all right let's let's watch it so we would just watch it you know didn't really know that much of the new uh personas and stuff like that it wasn't until Japan when I came, you know, when I started watching wrestling. I Funny story how I started watching uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I always heard about it, but I never actually watched it. You know, I watched maybe some clips here and there when I was in the U.S., but I didn't really follow it. But it wasn't until uh, January 4th, I believe. I can't remember. Uh, long story short, I was on vacation. Uh, me and my wife went to the store and I said, you know what, let's do a puzzle. So we got Totoro, a very famous figure here, an anime figure here in Japan. I said, let's do the puzzle. So I we bought I bought the puzzle and the frame and I'm like, all right, cool. So we were in my uh, Kotatsu, that's a little small table with a heater. Very awesome, especially for winter. We were, uh, we finished eating and then we put lay out the puzzle pieces and my wife's like, so do you want to watch something while we do this? And I'm like, I was I was remembering when I moved to Ohio uh, back in 2013, I believe. I remember I did a puzzle too. And what I did at that time, I was watching, uh, I can't remember, I remember I was watching wrestling, but I'm trying to remember what show it was. I, it was with, uh, it was WCW. I think it was, uh, when it was the Road Warriors versus uh, Midnight Express in the Scalafold match. I remember that. I was watching it just for kicks. 
And I was doing a puzzle because I just, eh, sometimes I like doing puzzles. So anyhow, back to the story. I said, all right, well, let's watch wrestling. And she, and little did I know that my wife loved wrestling too. She said her, her dad watched it when she was younger. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's, let's do it then. So I found out that there was uh, something called a Wrestle Kingdom 12 coming out that day. I had no idea what that was. You know, I I was like, oh, what's Wrestle Kingdom 12? What on earth is that? You know, I was like, I had no idea that it was the this big, ginormous pay-per-view event that New Japan Pro Wrestling holds every year. I was like clueless. So we tuned in just just to watch. So I was watching it and I must say I was really impressed. You know, I was like, wow. You know, they kept emphasizing, you know, strong style evolved and let me say I was impressed. Like I I instantly became a fan. You know, I started googling names as we were watching the puzzle because I was really really intrigued. I think I was most intrigued when I saw the uh, Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho match. I mean, I knew Chris Jericho because I knew from I knew who he was back from WCW and WWE days, and you know I knew who he was. So I was like, "Oh, cool! I know this guy." And then I I remember I heard so much about Kenny Omega when I was in the states, but I never actually sat down and watched a match. Until I watched Wrestle Kingdom 12. And I was like really fascinated. Because like I was like impressed with how technically skilled he is. With his speed, his movements. Everything was on time. It was just beautiful. It was just a work of art. The way he wrestled. And and I started becoming fascinated. So I, I looked more into Kenny Omega's story. And I realized that he's a gamer. So <laughs> that was cool. You know because I saw a lot of his moves were named after... Uh, you know, Street Fighter moves or Mega Man. And I was like, that is awesome. So I instantly became hooked with, with Kenny Omega. And then I watched, you know, Naito. That guy, I didn't know who he was. Uh, for those that don't know who he is, he's he's a, a bad guy. And what's most intriguing to me is that he actually went to train in Mexico. He actually knows Spanish. I don't know to what degree, but I've heard his interviews in Spanish. And what I, I think impressed me the most as he left Japan. I, I looked into his story. He left Japan because he uh, wasn't getting the proper push, I believe. And then he decided to go elsewhere to work on his craft. When he came back, he came back with a little bit more swag, what he calls tranquilo, which means relax. So he was more relaxed, more cool, more calm. And the style worked. It, it works for him here in Japan. It's perfect. And then I saw the wrestlers like uh, Ace, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, I believe his name is. He's like been wrestling for like over 10 years. That guy is another one that impressed me too. He, he been he's been wrestling injured all these years. He still goes through it every day. You know it's impressive. And then the new kid on the block, Okada, he's the current champ. So watching Wrestle Kingdom 12, you know I'm not gonna get into much detail about every match, but let's just say I was impressed. So I was fascinated. 
I told my wife, you know, I want to go see this live. If they ever come live, let's go see it. My wife's like, yeah, we could do that. But because of my work schedule, it's kind of hard to go out and about on the weekend because I work Tuesday through Saturday. So my only days off are really Sunday and Monday. But what are the odds of a big promotion coming to the countryside where I live? So I Googled it. You know, I Googled the organization and I saw that they were coming to uh, Kurashki. But the only problem was that it was very, it was during the time I would be working. So I was like, ah, all right. I guess it wasn't meant to be. So I just like, all right, it's okay. It's fine. So I remember uh, a week passed by and I remember for by random chance, uh, you know, we started watching uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling on TV. So we will watch whatever events were happening. So this one day I was like, ah, oh, let's let me Google it again. Maybe I didn't search good, you know, a good enough search. And when I found out that they were coming to uh, Takamatsu, that's a uh, it's about 45, 50 minute drive from here. That's where uh, my wife's family's from. And I found out they were coming actually on Monday. My, our day off because my wife is also a teacher she works in my school not my school at our school we work together and i was like all right let's buy these tickets so i immediately went online bought these tickets had ringside tickets to go see uh it was called fantastic fantastica mania in other words fantastic mania so i was like oh that you know i didn't i was like confused why isn't it why is it in Spanish? You know, it's like, okay, no big deal. I was like, that's cool. Maybe they're going to, you know, maybe they're going to do something with it. I don't know. So the day of the event, we show up. We get to the parking lot. And it was like maybe two hours before the show started. It was already packed. It was crazy. And I'm like, I'm like, let's just sit in the car i don't know what they do i mean i said i know in the states you could go in before the venue to look for merchandise you know and sure enough we got off and that was true there were lines upon lines of people buying t-shirts merchandise and whatnot i was like oh cool let's go check it out so we walked around we saw all these cool merchandise it was it was amazing you know, I bought some stuff, and then we were waiting for the show to start. So the, you know, I bought the program, and then I realized that there was a lot of, a lot of Mexican wrestlers on the card, and I was on cloud nine because I I remember I told everyone, I'm going to yell in English, Spanish, and Japanese. So I was very excited. You know, I didn't know, you know, what was going to happen. But, hey, let's give it a try. So the match starts, you know, and the first match, you know, it was uh, two Mexican wrestlers. They were wrestling, you know, it was a very quick match. It wasn't crazy or anything like that. It was just quick match, nice opening match. And then uh, the second one is the one that stands out the most to me because 
Uh, it was uh, four Mexican wrestlers. It was uh, Cuatrero and Disturbio versus Angel de Oro. And I can't remember the last wrestler's name. So this is the most interesting story for me was was they were uh, wrestling. They started wrestling. Not normal, naturally. And all of a sudden, it was Angel de Oro versus uh, Cuatrero. It was a tag match. So, uh, Angel de Oro is the good guy. Cuatrero is the bad guy. He he knocks him down. And I yelled uh, at the top of my voice, Así mero. Which means, which translates like, just like that. Or like that. And I kid you not. The four wrestlers on that ring stopped what they were doing and they immediately glanced where that voice was coming from. They all turned their heads in the direction I was in and just were in awe. It was to them, it was a shocking experience to see someone speaking Spanish in the arena because quite honestly, I was the only one that spoke Spanish in that arena, which is pretty cool. And then the guy yelled back at me, uh, Angel Lora said, Así mero. And I said, Vamos, let's go. And they were all like, What's going on? You know, there's someone speaking Spanish. And they were yelling at me back and forth, you know. Like, they gave me the impression, like, What are you doing here? You know? <laughs> and I remember I kept yelling, like, I, I yelled, Yo soy mexicano. Aquí vivo, vivo en Japón. Estoy aquí para apoyarlos. Vamos arriba México. And I said, which translates to, um, I am Mexican. I'm here living in Japan, and I'm here to support you. You know, I said, let's go Mexico. And then they were all like, Oh my goodness, what's going on? This is awesome. So they were, you know, throughout the match, we were yelling back and forth, yelling, yelling back and forth. And I, the most funniest thing to me was the people around us, uh, the Japanese were all saying, what are they saying? I have no idea what they're saying. But it's really funny. So it, they were being entertained because I was yelling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we were communicating throughout the match. I, I think to me that was awesome because, you know, I just was, I, 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 at that moment in time, I felt I was back home with uh, watching wrestling because I remember when I was uh, much younger, I remember I went to go see a indie show where it was uh, Lucha Libre, Mexican wrestlers came to wrestle. I came with, I went with my dad and my brother. And I remember uh, throughout the whole match, people were yelling back and forth. And, you know, so in Japan, it's a totally different experience before, you know, I go any further. It's actually really quiet. The arenas are dead silent. They cheer for something cool that happens and then they stop. That's it. So it's like, yeah, and it's dead silent. You know, it's pretty weird. You know, I think the Mexican wrestlers were a little bit you know, it was like, what's going on? You know, they cheer and then they stop. Why don't they just continually cheer? So I think to me, that's always like crazy, like how silent an arena could be. And then 
they go loud and then they quiet again. But in my case, I was loud the whole time. I, I'm pretty sure I annoyed some of the people around me because I have a pretty big voice. I, I could yell really loud. So I was cheering. And I remember uh, at the end of the match, they said, oh, oh you know, Cuatrero uh, and the Sturbio are going to be outside uh, to meet fans. And I told my wife, I'll be right back. And she's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to go get their autograph. My wife's like, you're not going to get an autograph. I said, not just that. I'm going to get a picture too. And she's like, no, you're not. There's going to be a lot of people there. I said, just watch. So she's like, okay, I'll wait here. I was like, okay, don't worry. And I immediately got out of my seat because it was like intermission. That was after the match. It was intermission. I went outside. I went running. I remember there were people there just as I predicted, as she predicted. But I had one advantage. I could speak Spanish. And I remember I said, I went to go meet, because there's two wrestlers on the opposite sides. I, I either had to pick Disturbio or Cuatrero. I decided to go for Cuatrero because he was the mask guy. The other guy didn't have a mask. So I always thought masks are cool. Hence, my logo is a wrestling mask. So I remember I, I, I started saying in Spanish, like, you know, Orale. Vamos, vamos, vamos. And he, and he immediately looked up and he, and he just smiled and he immediately came to me and he like started talking to me. And the crazy thing is, uh, cause I asked him, you know, how are you? How's Japan? And he's like, Japan is cool. He's like, but what are you doing here? That's what he asked me. He's like, what are you doing here? I said, I'm, I'm an English teacher. And he's like, oh, you speak English? I thought you only spoke Spanish and Japanese. Like, no, 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 no. I speak English, Spanish, and I'm working on Japanese, but not that good at it. He's, I told him, you know, I could communicate. I could I could get in trouble. I could get myself out of trouble. I could, you know, buy things and communicate. But as far as more than that, I don't think so. And he started laughing. And he was talking about um, the tour that, he, that he's happy that, Someone speaks Spanish. He's like, he told me that was the first person other than the wrestlers that spoke Spanish to him. And he said that it was, it's kind of funny to him because he didn't expect that. So he was a very genuinely nice guy from, I was shocked to know that he was like 19 or 20 years old, which is the crazy thing. Cause he was not built. He was not built like he was 20. He was buff and he was like really strong I mean he was like wow like he looked like he was late 20s but but he was very but I knew he was young because when I was talking to him you know because I, I have journalism experience and I've interviewed a lot you know I was a sports journalist back in the day in Chicago I, I got to talk to athletes I remember um I could tell he was young because he, he was very unsure when I would ask him a question. He was, I could tell he was a little like, I guess, shy or didn't know what to say because he was a bad guy. He was, you know, he didn't know if he should be in character, stay in character and answer to me like he, a bad guy would. Or if he should be himself, which himself, he's a very nice, nice guy. He's a cool guy. So he, uh, I, w I was able to get a, a nice plush figure of him, and he autographed that. Uh, 
it's uh it's like a wrestling buddy for those that know back in the day when it was WWF they had the wrestling buddies you know the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan wrestling buddies it's kind of like that that's what I got from him and he autographed it too and I became an instant fan of his you know you know later on I found out in the tour that he actually won the heavyweight championship which is kind of cool because you know two weeks before or a week before I don't remember I took a picture with him and got to converse with him so we spoke for what I think was five minutes maybe it was longer who knows but there were people waiting to go talk to him and he wouldn't stop talking he was like so excited and I remember uh, I asked uh, the, the guy, security guard, or the guy in charge of, you know, people meeting. I asked him for a picture, and he said, sure. He took the picture, shook my hand. I, you know, I wished him best of luck. And, and, and then I left. And I remember I went back to uh, the arena because the match was already starting. I was with my, uh, I showed my wife the what I got, and she was like, what? And she's like, I'm not shocked at all because I know you talk a lot. <laughs> it was a pretty cool experience. I will never forget that. That was probably one of my crazy favorite stories that happened here in Japan. And hopefully... We get to go next year because I would love to go see them wrestle again when the Mexican wrestlers come back. As far as my experiences interacting with the Japanese wrestlers, I I yelled in Japanese, but I didn't get really much reactions. You know, I was yelling back and forth, but uh, I think that match was the only match where the wrestlers actually paid attention to what I was saying when I spoke in Spanish. So... That was the coolest moment. Unfortunately, Kenny Omega wasn't at the card. I was very I was very disappointed, but that's okay. I got to see other figures, other awesome wrestlers there. But as far as uh Japanese wrestlers, I wish I wish I could have uh gotten some interactions with them, but they were not really responding to anyone saying anything to them. They were just entertaining the crowd with their antics and and their personalities it was awesome so if you have a chance to go see new japan pro wrestling i would highly recommend you go see them i know there's a lot other organizations but i am not familiar with them because i i really haven't had the time to go look for them i only saw new japan pro wrestling like i said it was just by mere chance, Wrestle Kingdom 12 came out. And I was at the right place at the right time. And that's what happened. Side note. I have to share this story that happened to me yesterday. I went to put gas. Uh, and here in Japan, you put the way you pay, you put money in a machine. And the machine automatically, you know puts the, the number of liters that you're supposed to put on, on the money. So I, I I remember I put 2,000 of, of gas into the, the car. So I put 2,000. I pumped the gas. I, we were going to go to the store, so we were kind of in a hurry. 
We pumped the gas. After we pumped the gas, we left. We drove for maybe, I want to say maybe a block or less than a block from the gas station. And then it hit me. I did put 2,000 uh, yen worth of gas into the car. But I put a 5,000 yen dollar, a 5,000 yen bill. I don't know why I say dollar. 5,000 yen bill into the machine. So I was supposed to get 3,000 yen and change. And I remember I told my wife, stop the car. And she's like, why, why, why? I can't. I said, stop the car. It's like, what's going on? Like, just stop the car. So she stopped the car. I jumped out of the car and I I dashed. I ran as if I was in the Olympics. I ran like I was Usain Bolt because it's 3,000 yen. That's under 30 bucks. You know, it's that's money you could use for something else other than losing it. So I ran as fast as possible. I had to go through this little uh, tunnel where it's kind of small because the roads here are small. So cars have to have to wait for their turn to pass. I, I ran through the street. I crossed traffic. I stopped traffic because the cars couldn't go because I, I just went. I'm like, you know, this is money. So I dashed all the way to the I the finally I get to the uh, the pump. And there was a couple there. The guy just took the money out from the machine. He's like, what's this? You know, he's like, he's like, eh? you know, he's like, what's this? Really? And then the wife's like, not this guy. So I, I ran, immediately ran. And I said, sumimasen, sumimasen. And I was like already breathing heavy because I like ran so fast. And and the, they both looked at me like, oh. And I said, they're like, hi. And they gave it to me like, like nothing, and I remember I was like, I said, Arigato and I remember I was so happy because I didn't lose the money. And I remember I, I could tell they were like, kind of thought it was funny because, like, wow, I never expected a crazy guy to come running. So I, I ran back to the car and jumped in the car, and we went back uh, on about our business. So <laughs> that happened to me yesterday. Which is kind of funny because, you know, I'm usually not forgetful. You could ask anyone that really knows me. Like, like I usually remember everything. But for that split second, I think my brain just went to sleep or whatever. Like, it all happens to us all the time. Anyhow, I just wanted to share that with you. Thank you for tuning in to uh, Living La Vida in Japan. I hope you enjoyed this segment about pro wrestling. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please Email me. I'll respond to any messages. Thank you for all your support. And thank you for always sharing your comments on what you want me to talk about. Please continue sharing those with me. Pretty soon I'm going to upload some videos about me doing some tricks on UFO. I I went UFO catching this weekend. So stay tuned. I'm going to post some of those so you can see what I do and how I do it. So you could win too. Follow me on Facebook. Please subscribe if you like this channel or this podcast. Pretty soon it'll be YouTube too. I am Eduardo Lozano. This is Living La Vida in Japan. I'll see you later. Hasta luego. Matane.